You're listening to the Corporate Global Dynasty Podcast. You didn't say corporate right. You said corporate. I said corporate. Try right, one more. Give me one more. You're listening to a special edition of the Corporate Global Dynasty Podcast. That was great. <laughs> I'm uh, one of your guest hosts, Aaron, GM of the Popular Ballers franchise. I'm Brady Hine, GM of the God Kings, aka producer of the show, Stuart Maggiano. And what are we doing today? Uh, we both have a set of rankings, 10 to 1, of each team in the Corporate Global Football League. And uh, the regular hosts of the show, Hunter and Spicer, have recorded their rankings. We don't know what they are. So all four of us are going in blind, not knowing each other's rankings. It will be really interesting to get a master ranking once everyone's oh. done it to like see what the average rankings the are. Consensus ranking, yes. Um, it's ranking season. So why don't we just jump right into it? Why don't you tell us about your methodology for your yeah. ranking system here? What we're going to do is we each have 10 to 1. But so one person is not just talking forever. We're going to do our bottom five uh, first. Each of us will reveal our bottom five and then we'll each reveal our top five. So what is your methodology here? All right. So today, even though I'm a GM, I'm acting as an impartial analyst. I made, a, I think, a pretty solid system. So here's how it works. I'm grading by position group. You get a letter grade. So F through A plus mm-hmm. for QB. And that's including your QB three. Oh. For running back, including your RB3 slash flex. For wide receiver, including your wide res- receiver four slash flex. And tight end with a backup considered. So all of those, it's like your starters plus like one to yeah. two guys on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Then a separate category is depth, which is just like overall depth of your team. And then youth, which counts half as much as all the other factors. <laughs> it's kind of complicated. Okay. So that gives it some dynasty element. But having young or in their prime players like... You know, the first person that comes to mind is Stefan Diggs, like 26, 27. That still counts as like a 22-year-old for right. youth. But if they're old, they're not giving me And minus. I like that because I feel like uh, I feel like every season, youth becomes less of an issue in the NFL. Like with medical advancements and just like training and rehab techniques That's or whatever. True. Like people are just playing older now. Like Tom Brady. I mean, quarterbacks are a little easier, yeah. but Tom Brady is 44. But I included to... To count the dynasty element as well, since we're playing dynasty. Yeah, you'll it just gives you a better chance yeah. of having those players years so, from now. So this is mostly a projection for this season with just a tinge of dynasty value of the team. And then all of those okay. letter grades, I won't really get into the math, but all the letter grades have a, a number associated a with weight. them, which is then added up to get the total team score. Okay. Yeah, and the only one that's weighted, yeah, is the youth, which is minus half. So, sorry, that's a long explanation, but now let's get into the We need the to make a graphic for this and share it. <laughs> <laughs> and share it. I tweeted something Check out the about show notes for from these. the Adam Schefter account. So keep an eye out okay, there. Okay. We'll, we'll post a full grading system there. Uh, but my number 10 team. So I have number 10 and number 9 actually tied with the same number score from my grading system. So I just eye tested it and just picked the team that I liked more for this season as number nine. First of all, what, before you say number 10, what was your general uh, impression or reaction whenever your, the numbers were crunched? So right before we started recording, I was saying that I had in my head a, a set of rankings I thought was kind of unconventional. I'll say for one thing I had, well, maybe I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything and give away any clues to anything. You were surprised by I, some things? I was surprised by some things, and I was kind of disappointed in like how conventional I think these rankings will be considered. Like to okay. say, for the most part, these rankings are very similar to how things played out last season, kind of. Okay, yeah. Um, for the most part. There will be a few surprises, maybe. So it, it did surprise me. Number 10. I hate to say it, but at number 10, I've got Touchdown to Nabby. Okay. Um, and that's with a QB grade of B minus, running back grade of C plus, wide receiver grade of A, tight end A, depth C minus, and youth A. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Any thoughts Amazing. on that? Uh, I'm I pulling mean, up his roster here. Yeah, it's a little chalky. So, yeah, it is very chalky. So let's just talk about a few quick standout things here. Wide receiver A, I really like those. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Corey mm-hmm. Davis, Cortland Sutton, and then Jamar Chase drafted this year. So I yeah. like his wide receivers. He's got Kittle at tight end. Um, his low point is running back with Montgomery and Fournette. I'd say those are two like a bit below what you want for a running back one or a running back two. Mm-hmm. So, yep, that's uh, touchdown, Nabby. I'm sorry, you're number 10. 
With the same score, but number nine. As Wait, the, why number nine then? I, just, I said earlier, it's just like a, an eye test tiebreaker. Like, okay. They had okay. the same score, so I was like, I think this team will be better this year, okay. so they're nine. All right. Um, and I hate to say this, too, because he's been piled on a bit lately, but this goes to Colton's team, the Pit Kings. Okay. And I know that's going to piss you off, too. Not why. Uh, he's my rival. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a blood connection there. I've heard you. I've heard you defend them. There might be money in each other's programs. With, with a brotherly doggishness. But uh, I want to be the one to beat them. This is an interesting set of grades here. So I really like Colton's starting lineup. Yep. QB, B minus. Running back, A. Love the duo of DeAndre Swift and Clyde Edwards Alaire. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, B minus because he has three good wide receivers and then like hardly any subs. Tight end, A. Depth, D plus. Colton, yeah. you got a very shallow bench in my opinion. Uh, and then youth and A, that's another very young team. Mm-hmm. Um, another general observation looking at these is, for the most part, it's kind of like a steady graph of depth and the rankings. Okay. Like, Interesting. There's very low depth at the bottom of the rankings, and then as you go up, it gets higher. Mm-hmm. Number 18. This could be maybe a, a bit of a surprise or controversial to some people, but I've got the Marley Magic at number 8. Okay. Um, that's a, with a QB grade of B, I would say his duo of Matt Stafford and Baker Mayfield is like perfectly average. So mm-hmm. a B at QB, B minus at running back, uh, A minus at wide receiver, great wide receivers, tight end. Got to give him an A because he has Travis Kelsey. If he had a good backup, I would have given him an A plus, but I don't mm-hmm. remember who his backup was, but I remember thinking it's just Travis Kelsey is the reason he gets an A there. Okay. Uh, his depth, C plus, not a very deep bench for the Mario Magic either. Um, and then youth, which again counts for only half as much as the other categories, he's got a B minus. Okay. So yeah, that's a and just for I guess I'll say the numbers too. I won't explain the math behind them, but <laughs> <laughs> just to get an idea of how far apart the teams are, they're very bunched up at the bottom in my rankings. Just to give AWS a little something to work with. <laughs> yeah, for the number crunchers out there, touchdown Abbey and Pit Kings were sixteen point five, so obviously the same, and then Marley Magic very close with a sixteen point eight. For overall score? Overall score. Oh, okay. Um, next up, now this, not my favorite to say here either. Sorry, getting a sip of water there. And this is also a very thin margin. Marley Magic was a 16.8, and number seven with a score of 16.85 is the Popular Ballers. Ooh. Who I really expected looking at my lineup before this, uh, which of course I spend hours doing. I was expecting to put myself probably around the like four five range. Yeah. Um, but yeah, based on my as being as objective objective as I can be, I've got myself at number seven. So QB, this is a bit complicated with Deshaun Watson. I gave myself yeah. a, a B minus at QB. Yeah, it's hard to judge. That's under the assumption that he's getting like a five game suspension, like five to seven game suspension meaning I'm playing most of the season with Dak as my QB1 and Derek Carr as my QB2 and then getting mm-hmm. Deshaun back. So yeah, I give that situation a B-. Now, if Deshaun you is should, out like... Did you already say something about like uh, how far your view was here in terms of dynasty? Uh, it's for this year. Just mo- yeah. mostly for this year? The only dynasty thing is the youth part. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when you, give, when you give Dak a B-, minus, or you give your QBs a B-, minus, that's specifically thinking for this year? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think they mostly go hand in hand. Yeah. There's not a lot. Of, there's a lot of carryover. But yeah, I'd say for this year. That's a good question. Um, so yeah, that would be lower if Deshaun is out for the whole year because I would have to dig myself for not having a third quarterback. Yeah. Um, running back, I've gave myself an A with Christian McCaffrey, J.K. Dobbins as running back one and two. I feel great about that. And then yep. Javante's on the bench. A couple guys that might be usable backups, and I have the handcuffs for both my running backs. Yeah. Wide receiver, I hate to do it, but I gave myself a C. Um, that's average. <laughs> that's average, but it's actually one of the lower grades in this. Like, There's a D, a D plus and a C minus, and a lot of A's and B's, really. The, the league had pretty good grades yeah. overall, I would say. like Even the lower teams, it's not like they got there's shredded. In the yeah, grades. there's not a lot of spread. Yeah. Um, tight ends, this could be controversial. I gave myself an A minus for <laughs> it's for not Pitts. just Kyle Pitts, that's projecting Kyle Pitts to be great, but that's also considering I think I have a pretty strong backup. Having Hooper and Komet as the two backups is a pretty strong tight yeah. end situation overall. Depth B and youth B plus. 
Okay. Um, any thoughts on that for everyone? No, I, I, again, I don't think it's like right on the money, but I could, it makes sense. Okay. You know? Another thin margin here. I had a 16.85 and a number six. The Flaming Hot Cheetahs have a 16.95. Um, that's also a bit lower than I expected to have them. But when I was looking at the team, I was thinking, I still think this is a really good team. I'm just not quite as scared of them for this year as I thought. Yeah. Still very scared fair. of them in the next like two to three years. That's but fair. This season, not, not quite as intimidating as I thought uh, before taking a more in depth look for this year. QB, A minus. Um, I didn't give a full like A or A plus because he has Kyler and Trevor, so I'm not, I'm not going to give a full A or A plus until Trevor proves it. Um, but he That's could. Fair. Yeah. Running back, I gave him a B plus because he has a great top three running backs, and this switched after that Josh Jacobs trade a couple days ago. Yes. Um, I had him with a lower grade at running back because he only had Najee and Saquon for this year, basically. Now mm-hmm. he has three, but no good depth behind that B plus. Wide receiver, B+. Plus. I think his wide receivers are going to be fantastic in like one to two years. Um, for now, I give him a B+. Plus. Tight end, B-. Minus. He has Gesicki and not much depth behind that. Uh, I gave his depth a C, and his youth gets an A+. Plus. Okay, um, yeah. So, yeah, any thoughts there? No, that, that tracks. All right, sure. well, that, uh, that finishes up my, my bottom five. Again, that was 10 touchdown nabby, nine pit kings, Eight Marley Magic, seven Popular Ballers, and six Flaming Hot Cheetahs. And I'll pass it over to you. Okay. I like it so far. All right. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to call it conventional, but it's still fun. Uh, okay, so my methodology, I don't, obviously, I have said before, I don't know a ton about football. I've only learned about it really in the last two years. Uh, so I don't trust myself enough to know the characters of the game. Uh, <laughs> the characters, <laughs> the characters of the play, I should say. Uh, so I just like needed a baseline. I ha- but I have a little. I've been forming my opinion a little bit, but I needed a baseline to base it on. So I went to sleeper, and what I did is I looked at the first five weeks of the season before bye weeks start, and I just basically ran the game simulations of the games to see like how the wins would play out, how many points people would get as it's predicted by sleepers estimations, which I know those can be wildly off sometimes, but I feel like they've got to be basing it on some sort of algorithm. So I'll just going to start there. Now I see why the emphasis on everybody having their lineup set. Yeah. Yeah. That was my request. So thank you for doing that. There were some things that I had to kind of tweak in the numbers. Like for example, Marley magic, they couldn't get a, a, a starter in, in time. And like some people had some weird situations where their players were predicted for zero points because of COVID or something like that. Gotcha. Uh, anyways, so I have four sections to my scoring. One is just like the number of wins, including the wins against the spread. So you can get up to 10 wins here. Uh, and then I basically just ran that and then ranked everyone, gave them points based on their ranking. Okay. Uh, so for the first five weeks? Just for the first five weeks. So it's a small sample size, but I, it took me a while. So I was not going to do any more than that. Uh, <laughs> then, I, then I also ran the score of the starters uh, for those weeks just to see what like the total score was, not just wins. Uh, and then I looked at the total scores of the bench like even if they're just getting like one point, I added all that up just to see what the bench depth was like. And then last, I uh, looked at that Dynasty Ranker website to look at draft capital, what they said for the draft capital okay. on there. Cool. And I actually I like ranked people f- on that just to like make it a little bit more Dynasty focused. So like well-rounded holistic view. So I have very little commentary on like the players that are causing these numbers to occur. Okay. But it's a little spicy. Number 10, I have Marley Magic down at the bottom. And I can go through the categories. What really killed him was his starters. And like he just was not with this. And that's with your And that's with my adjustment to like. So what did you do? Just like add so 10 like every I put his like top person on the on his bench. I think it was Ronald Jones. And I figured out what his average score was and just added that like okay. each week. Um, yeah, he just couldn't crack. Uh, a lot of points and like total points. He got some wins, but he just like was never a high score. Number nine, popular ballers. Oh, <laughs> dang. Okay, okay. And what hurt you here was mostly draft capital. So 
it's hard to. Th- well, that's interesting because I don't think I have that little. I have like a couple picks missing for this year, and other than that, I think I have all my picks. Well, the I will say, looking at the draft capital, it's pretty tight between everybody except for Hunter, who has like nothing still. <laughs> okay. uh, and but, Noah has to have the most, right? Hmm? And Noah has to have the most. Noah has the most. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that might be a little unfairly weighted, but like we are always thinking of this season, even though it's really a dynasty thing. It's so hard to think of statistics mm. outside of like one year from now. So that's just long-term health. Number nine, popular okay. ballers. Okay. I have a three-way tie for seventh here that, uh, or sixth. Um, it was so tight between three teams and those three teams are touchdown to Navi flame and hot cheetahs and the matriarchs. Okay. All three sharing sixth place there. Uh, and, but, but really like you were saying this, the spread on my system was pretty even too. So like, it wasn't like anyone was blowing anyone out of the water. So that is just like most of the bottom right there. And then, um, let's see if I read that correctly. Yeah, so Oh no, they're tied for 5th. So that's my bo- that's my bottom <laughs> okay. 5. Gotcha. I never know how do to you say have that. A, a ranking of them for or do you want to just like If pick? I had to shuffle them out, um I think I would give the edge to Flaming Hot Cheetahs and Touchdown Navi just for the reason of like uh like I was saying before we started recording, talking about the regression of the mean, where like if you're mm. if you had high amount of luck one year, it's likely you're going to have a little bit less luck the next year. Gotcha. It's hard to think about luck when people are intentionally tanking and losing games, but they were probably tanking because they felt unlucky or something. Uh, yeah, like a prior bad luck. Mm-hmm. So I might give the edge to Flaming Hot Cheetahs and then Touchdown Nabby and then Matriarchs just for luck alone because okay. like the system had them so close. Now, what they're strong at varied wildly. Like you said, Flamin' Hot Cheetahs had the number one draft capital score, so that helped him go up a bit. Uh, But yeah, that's my bottom five. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lot quicker. Number five. So at number six, we left off the Cheetahs with a score of 16.95. At number five with a score of 17.55, it's... The God Kings. All right. Uh, and when I did the eye test before, I was expecting to have you in my top three. But oh, okay. just going to the grades, uh, yeah, I gave you a QB and A- minus with Rodgers and Tannehill. Um, running back, a B-. minus. That was your, yeah, that was one of your weakest areas. Yes, for sure. Wide receiver, I gave you an A. Love your receivers. Tight end, A-. minus. Uh, depth, a B-. minus, And youth, C+. Plus. I was kind of surprised to see... Yeah how old your team was in my opinion we've been having a lot of meetings about this at hq (laughs) so hopefully you have a lot of draft capital um i'm sure we'll hear about that in your rankings now Mm -hmm. we start to get slightly bigger margins uh spreading out here into number four the matriarchs with a score of 18.1 now this one when i did the eye test i will say katie i thought i was going to have you like in my bottom three teams Hmm. Um, but then when I took a hard objective look, uh, had to put you higher than that. Um, I, I don't That's think honest. I'm a, a hater. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be a hater anyway. I think we, uh, we like, over- I overestimate was, her age, the age of her. Yes, team. I think that's right. Yeah, I think I was overthinking it from a dynasty perspective because yeah. you still have a lot more viable players that are going to be good this season than I thought. Mm-hmm. So uh, I give you QB, B-. minus. Running back, A minus. Wide receivers had to give you an A plus. I got to pull up and see what those were really quick to talk about these A plus receivers. Uh, yes, DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson, and Tyler Boyd. Uh, yeah, that's a super solid top three. Um, and I think there was more on the bench too that I liked. Juju's on the bench as well. Tight end, uh, an A, depth B minus, and youth C. So that might be actually it's tied for. Did anyone get a D or F in anything? Youth score, um, just a D plus for the pickings on depth. <laughs> okay, but there's no Fs. 
All right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I was just trying to grade, like, is this good or bad? Not relative to everybody else where I wanted to give right. some A pluses and some Fs. You right. Know? Um, so yeah, that's a Matriarchs 18.1. And then at number three with an 18.8, it's the Gotham Knights. QB, B+, he has Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. So that could arguably go a little bit higher, but I think B+, is, is where I'm sticking with. Uh, running back, A. Um, I had him at an A+, for running back before he traded Josh Jacobs mm-hmm. because he had Jacobs, Mixon, Dalvin, and Jonathan Taylor, which was an amazing yeah. <laughs> top four. So that uh, moved him down to an A at running back. Wide receiver, A. Tight end, B. Depth, A-. minus. Um, and we again, we see really high depth here at the top of the ranks in general. Um, I think that's key for fantasy and dynasty. Mm-hmm. And he gets a youth for C. Uh, a C for youth, excuse me. <laughs> so the oldest teams that I've got graded out here are Gotham Knights and Matriarchs. Um, and then... And God Kings. And God Kings, yeah. Uh, you had a C plus in Marley Magic. Huh? Gotham Knights feel... I don't know if it's just because he's the villain, but... The, <laughs> the team, self-proclaimed villain. The team feels very chaotic to me. Like, I mm. feel like anything can happen with his team. That's like, true. I mean, he already has Michael Thomas injured. Yeah. Julio Jones is a injury-prone guy, kind of. I think Galladay's injured. He's pretty old. I think the youth yeah. will, will factor in, but he does have good depth, so he should yeah, be okay. Yeah, for sure. Now, this may... Uh, I feel like this could be kind of a surprising ranking. I don't think anybody We're in thinks, top two and top one now? Top two and top one. And also, the numbers spread out here. So, okay. I've got a real cluster in my system of yeah. grades at the bottom. Like, it's really a dogfight for the bottom, like six... Spreads out a little more at four and three. And then, so number three was an 18.8. At number two, I've got Bruce Matthews with a score of 20. Yeah. Um, which, I guess he must be higher in your rankings too, but I would expect him to be in the middle in most people's rankings. So yeah. that was one of my more surprising placements, I would say. His, he, I feel like he has the sneakiest team in the league. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. You know what I mean? Very sneaky. And this is No a, one talks about his players really, but they're all really good. Yeah, that's true. He has a super well-rounded score for both top teams here. QB, A-, running back, A. Love the pairing of Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara, his mm-hmm. starting running back. So that's like two running back ones. Wide receiver, A. Great wide receiver room. Tight end, uh, B-. minus. That's the only area where I had him kind of lacking. Depth, A. Great depth on the Bruce. And youth, A-. minus. I was kind of surprised by that, yeah. too. Wasn't aware of how young his team was. Um, and then, obviously, my number one team... With again the the same margin actually between two and three and one and two, score of twenty one point two to the winner faces, who I think are going to be high up in most people's rankings. They're scary for this year and the future. Yeah, and that's where like when I'm talking about luck, like he had really bad luck last year. He mm-hmm. was really good last year. I just think it just didn't work out for him. Yeah. So it's going to be scary. His team was also somewhat young last year, right? I mean, he yeah, had Burrow who had to like age in, and I mean, yeah, he is. And he must be lo- young because unlucky. Of, I gave him uh, an A for youth, so yeah, that's not true. to spoil the score, but for a QB, I gave him an A plus with the quarterback room of Mahomes, Brady, Burrow, and um, Justin Fields. <laughs> that's insane. That's, yeah, that's stupid. And this is the only team to get multiple A pluses. I didn't give out many A pluses. Wow. Running back A minus. He made an upgrade with that Austin Eckler trade. I think he needed that because yeah. before that he was somewhat weak at running back. Didn't he make another running back trade recently? Maybe not. Uh, I don't think so. Um, wide receiver, another A+. Plus. Very scary wide receivers. Tight end, I gave him a B. Uh, he has A depth, and he has A youth in my grade. So, yeah, again, my final grades, number 10, Touchdown Nabby. Number 9, Pit Kings. Number 8, Marley Magic. Number 7, Popular Ballers. Number 6, Flaming Hot Cheetahs. Number five, God Kings. Number four, Matriarchs. Number three, Gotham Knights. Number two, Bruce Matthews. And number one, Winter Faces. Okay. All right. So you can probably do the, the mental math to figure out who I have here. But just as a recap on mine, number 10, Marley Magic. Number nine, Popular Ballers. Tied for six, Matriarchs, Flaming Hot Cheetahs, and Touchdown Navi. So coming in at... Number five, 
of the God Kings. We had the same ranking for okay. the God Kings, which I think is pretty funny. That makes me think we're both being objective about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's just one team, but uh yeah, that that's odd. Really like there's nothing to even talk about in my scores because it was just like <laughs> average. Um Okay, number four. This is probably the spiciest placement. But number four, I have Pit Kings. Okay. Number four. And let me see what did it for him. Honestly, it was, what did it for him was the first five weeks of wins. He won like almost all of his games, I think. Okay. All of his matchups. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me, actually, based on how I have his team rated on my skill. Because I have him with a great starting lineup, but yes. not very good depth. So in real yeah. time... When the injuries start hitting and stuff, yes, we'll see how that holds up. He's gonna be he's gonna be holding on by a thread. That makes sense for his starting lineup to project. Yes. great to me. Yeah, he had uh, the seventh best starting line. Or sorry, the how did I do this? Well, he had the fourth best starting lineup, but he had the third worst bench. Um, okay, so and that's honestly I'll. It's probably higher than he expected to be ranked in, in any rankings because he's gotten so much <laughs> flack. Yeah, uh, he has. Okay, I would say that's undeserved, even though I had him at number nine. So it's a quality team. Number three, just like you, I have the Gotham Knights. Okay. Again, they're like right on the cusp there, where they, depending on the week, they can be incredible, or like someone can just ghost their team for three months, and like you don't know if you're ever going to get points from them. <laughs> uh. And then, just like you, I had a big jump in points right here for second and first. And just like you, I had Bruce Matthews in second, Winterface is in first. Wow. Yeah. And it's a big gap between them as well? Yep. Wow. Uh, no, not between okay. them. They're pretty close. Just to get up? Okay. Yeah, but to get up past third place, everyone else was really close, like one or two points apart. Uh, but then there was a big jump to get up to second and first. So yeah, those are some those are the teams to watch. And I would not be surprised if they make it in the top three of the our other hosts' rankings. You yeah. think? Let's make a prediction. This is gonna be weird because people have already heard this. But I would guess that Winter Faces and Bruce Matthews are in top three in both rankings. I mean, there's zero doubt that Gotham Knights, Hunter's going to have himself in his top three. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe number one. I, I think they will both have winner faces up there in theirs. <clears throat> I bet they will have Flaming Hot Cheetahs higher than we do. General sentiment seems higher, I think. I think so, too. Them. But maybe not when people start taking a this-season look. Yeah, I'd be, I'm really excited to hear their like methodologies. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Matriarchs crack either, the top threes, though. Yeah, for sure. For sure, the reigning champs. So we were we were pretty similar for the most part. Yeah, there was like one or two teams. Like I put... Pit Kings was a big switch. Pit Kings was a big switch. And you had popular ballers a bit higher than I did. Yeah, just two spots. Um, that makes me think we did a pretty good thorough job. If we yeah. <laughs> came out. We'll see, though. I mean, of course, I really do this think, is just predictions and we're all going to look like idiots yep, at some point throughout exactly. the season. I really do think that once we combine all of our rankings, it's going to make it's going to be exactly what the ranking will be. <laughs> well, I can't wait to do it. Well, any uh, final thoughts before we sign off? Uh, I don't think so. I do think that we're probably better hosts than uh, the <laughs> other two. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And you produce, so what do we even need them for? Yeah, we can just cut <laughs> make a lot more money without them. You can, yeah. uh, listen, I'm the producer of this show. If you talk into even your iPhone, only. If you talk into your voice memos on your iPhone for half an hour and send it to me, I'll turn, I will release it as a podcast episode. That's all you have to do. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, keep the rankings coming, though, I respect. Folks. I respect your rankings, sir. I, I, I respect your rankings. I can see it going out that way. I think you perfectly. did a great job and you had a great system. I like that youth ca uh, draft capital was part of your system. Yeah, I like that you use youth as part of yours. We should combine <laughs> our systems. We should have a merger. Well, that's what we'll get with the consensus rankings. That's true. And, man, this is so fun that we're going to have like a ranking season with multiple rankings episodes from different <laughs> experts. <laughs> There's going to be different camps like emerging of like yeah. the different ideologies oh, in the league. Crap, I meant to this whole time to refer to my stuff as like the park number. The park number for the winter faces was 21.2. A, tra a trademark figure. <laughs> I want that to be like something people like, like on ESPN, like the park number is flashed at the bottom during other shows like during preseason stuff <laughs> yeah, to yeah. rank the teams 
All right, anyway. we uh, we got to go watch the Titans play a preseason game. Oh yeah, that'll give us some uh, AFC South content for the future to talk about. Yeah, um, actually, great. it will it will affect the show because Williams at a dinner tonight, not watching the game, so it's my mission to give him the scouting briefing on the Titans tonight. So you'll hear my analysis of the Titans via William uh, for next show and. Yeah, next episode when you're hearing this. He should only <laughs> use you as his primary source of, like, the game. This I got my a... Tannehill jersey on right now. Oh, yeah. It made me really happy when I walked in Brady's home and saw him wearing that. It took me to football season mindset. We're here. Um, it's been a great show. Love doing it with you, Brady. Great rankings. Yeah, you too, man. <laughs> uh, now I got I to go edit this. Yeah, have fun producing. All right. Tighten up. Tighten up. Hey y'all, it's Aaron. I am coming at you with an addendum. Uh, a couple days after me and Brady recorded our ranking show, I just listened to the official podcast episode with William and Hunter's rankings. Uh, and this is not a rebuttal by any means, no, no, no. Um, but it did inspire me to go a little more in depth with why my grades are what they are talking about the players. So um, yeah, we already did the rankings previous to when I'm recording this, and uh, if I already talked about some positions during the, what me and Brady recorded, I'll try not to do that again. Um, yeah, and I'll just spend a couple minutes on each team here, but uh, I'll let you know why these grades are what they are, talking about the players, so if you're not interested in some uh, more hardcore nerdy shit and just one of the rankings, uh, go ahead and see yourself out the door. First up, we've got Touched Out Nabby. With a QB grade of B minus, of course you have to love Josh Allen as his QB one. Um, anybody would love to have Josh Allen on their team, one of the top two or three quarterbacks. I think anyone would say in Dynasty. Um, so that's great. But his QB twos, Sam Darnold and Wentz, I don't think are horrible by any means. I think both those guys could be good this season, but they're big question marks, especially with Wentz's injury status. So all my rankings are tanking are taking uh, current injuries into account if they're expected to linger into the season. Um, like, for example, Noah's running back grade would have been higher if Cam Akers didn't tear his Achilles, but it just counts as if he's not even on the team for this year, um, except for the youth aspect of his team. Anyway, question marks at QB behind Allen, so yeah, he gets a B-. minus. Running back, C+. Plus. You got to be concerned for these running backs, Rob. Uh, David Montgomery was great last year, so I don't think it's unlikely for him to be really good again this year. But with your running back two of Fournette, um, he's obviously splitting playing time. Singletary seems to be headed for a minimized role this season. Everything I'm hearing and reading is that it's all uh, the Zach Moss show over there, and Singletary is going to be like the complimentary back. So. Uh, even though David Montgomery and a lot of people don't... Oh, you do Michael Carter, too, which is promising. But still, no solid running back two option that you even know is going to be playing consistently this year. Um, even though a lot of people don't like David Montgomery, I think he's a decent running back one. Uh, wide receiver, so another addendum to this. I think wide receiver, I should have given you an A-, minus, not an A, looking again. Um, Tyree Kill, one of the best wide receivers, awesome. Cortland Sutton, I don't know a ton about him since he barely played last year, if he played at all. I think he got hurt in one of the first couple games. Uh, but I th he's supposed to be good. Corey Davis, I'm a fan. Jamar Chase, I think, will contribute this year. Um, so that's four really good receivers, I'd say. Wide receiver three or above, uh, with one of the best wide receivers in Tyreek Hill. Uh, I think he should maybe an A- minus because there's not a ton on the bench behind that. But your score would end up staying the same anyway um, because I think I actually should have given you an A plus at tight end. Um, so I had you an A with Kittle, and I didn't think you had any tight ends behind him that I liked. So I would give you an A plus if you had Kittle and a solid backup. I missed Ferkser here in the flex spot. I think he could be like a low tight end one, definitely a high tight end two this year. Um, so I'm going to bump you up to an A-plus at tight end. Uh, I'll have to remember after this to actually change that. 
Um, yeah, but you have one of the deepest tight end rooms in the league. Um, but outside of Ferkser, I don't, I can't say I love any of them. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is the reasoning behind the scores. Oh yeah, and then depth just overall, not a lot of depth on the bench, C minus. Um, but this is a young team, so I gave you an A there. Uh, I like your team, by the way, Rob, even though I have you at 10. Um, I really don't think we have a horrible team in our league at all. I mean, the scores reflect that. You and, you and Colton with the same scores, and then I'm barely above you guys. Marley Magic and Flaming Hot Cheetah's all right in there. So I don't think your team is terrible, even though you're at 10. I like your team. So as I'm sitting here uh, pulling up the Pit Kings, I just adjusted their score as well. <laughs> but you two are going to stay tied. I'm not trying to keep it that way or anything. It just works out this way because I downgraded the Pit Kings, dinged an A to an A minus, and took tight end. Uh, well, I, don't, uh, I just spoiled it, but I took tight end to an A plus. So QB for the Pit Kings, I gave a B minus. Lamar Jackson, again, like top three option at QB, top three, top four. I think top three, but think anyone would say top four dynasty quarterback. Um, and then you've got Trey Lance slash Garoppolo. Um, so that's part of the reason for a B minus. I like Trey Lance, but we don't know if he's a sure thing yet. I think he is going to be really good, but certainly I wouldn't say this year it's like guaranteed he's going to be a superstar. And I don't love Garoppolo for the part of the year that he's in, which from the way, uh, what's his name talk, Shanahan, it sounds like Garoppolo could even play the whole year, but he is also a deceptive lying bastard. Um, <laughs> but that's just my thoughts. I, I do like some of his sound bites. Uh, but at QB, I believe there is no other option besides those two, right? Maybe Bridgewater. Uh, yeah, Bridgewater is your only backup option besides Lamar and Raven. I mean, 49ers quarterback. Um, and Bridgewater, I think, at this point, seems more than likely not to be the starter there, but he's certainly not a guarantee. So that takes you down to a B minus, having the uncertain QB2 and very uncertain QB3. Running back, I just took from an A to an A minus, actually, because you don't have a top, top premier running back option. I think Clyde Edwards Alaire could be that this year, but not certain. I think Clyde and DeAndre Swift are really good. Uh, I thought it was a great trade for you to add Mike Davis. I think he's going to be solid this year. Not a ton of dynasty value, but I think he'll be really solid this year on the Falcons. So that's three really solid uh, running backs. Behind that, uh, Zach Moss is questionable, but could be the starting running back on his team, it seems like, um, even though they don't run the ball a lot. And to me, it doesn't seem like he's really that good. Some people in the dynasty community are high on him. But anyway, I took you to an A-. minus for not having that absolute elite running back and also not really having great running back uh, depth. You've got the great top three. Zach Moss is prob probably a good running back four, um, but we don't know that for sure. But outside of them, there's not really anything there. I guess you do have other Falcons running backs, which helps with your depth for uh, Mike Davis going down or anything. But I'm sticking with, I'm sticking with the adjusted A- minus for running back. Wide receiver, I have Pitt Kings with a B minus uh, because I love the top three of Calvin Ridley, T. Higgins, and Robbie Anderson. I think those guys are all at least wide receiver two to three. I mean, obviously, Ridley wide receiver one. I think Higgins can be a one or two, and Robbie Anderson's probably a wide receiver two or three, in my opinion. Uh, but behind that, I have a note that you really don't have any depth at wide receiver. Like, You've got the, the starters and then not much else. <laughs> um, Darnell Mooney, maybe. You just acquired him, though, right? So he might not have been included in these rankings. Let me see the uh, history here. Can I? No, no, I can't right now. Anyway, um, yeah, I like Darnell Mooney. Hamler seems like he's going to be okay. Um, but, yeah, didn't love the, the depth behind wide receivers where I've got you at a B-. minus. Tight end, I just adjusted from an A to an A+. My freezing at first was I was only going to give A-pluses even being possible for the teams with those elite difference maker tight ends. So eligible for an A-plus in my grades would have been uh, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, and Pitts. <laughs> Sorry. Or maybe an A for him. Uh, in my original thinking, like anybody who had one of those tight ends and a solid backup would get an A-plus. But... 
even though you don't have the top elite tier, you have the next two guys who both could be good. Uh, and we have the tight end premium. I think Mark Andrews and Hawkinson are both really solid. And I think you're right to have Andrews in the flex spot. So I'm going to give you an A plus at tight end. That's really good depth. Uh, having five and six tight ends, five and six is solid. And again, I kind of explained this already. Depth D plus. Don't really like the depth of the wide receiver or running back position. Um, good tight end depth, like I said. And also, yeah, questionable quarterback depth. So, sorry, Colton, but that's why I've got, given you a, a D-plus for depth. And youth, I gave you an A. You also have a young team. So, I like that. Again, don't think your team is bad by any means, even though you're down there at nine. I like a lot of players on your team. Uh, it's a very competitive league. We're blessed. My good friend Marley at number eight with a score of 16.8. I've given him a B for quarterbacks. Uh, I kind of explained this, too. I didn't mention Tua, though. Um, Tua is a great quarterback three, I'd say. Um, I'm going to stick with the B at quarterback, though, because I think Stafford, Baker, and maybe Tua at his best, I would say probably, are like low QB1, high-end QB2 range. So very solid. You get a B but you don't have that superstar like rushing threat type of QB that's going to rack up the fantasy points, I don't think. Even though I really think Stafford's going to be good this year. Um, running backs, B minus. Chubb and, let's see here, Mack is in his starting lineup right now. Chubb is a great running back. I love Nick Chubb. Ronald Jones, I'm presuming, as the second starter. Probably ETN later in the season, but... So, yeah, B minus because... Behind Chubb, I don't love any of these backs. ETN could be great, but not a big Ronald Jones fan. I think McKissick is going to score less than last year, so not uh, not much there at running back. For me, wide receiver, A-. minus. Really like these receivers. Mike Evans is great. A.J. Brown, anybody wants him in Dynasty. Uh, I'm not the biggest Tyler Lockett fan, but he puts up those huge weeks, so he is valuable. Um, and then I believe if I'd given you an A-, minus, you probably had some solid wide receiver depth. Yeah, uh, Elijah Moore, really jealous of Elijah Moore. In fact, a little inside baseball info, me and, uh, me and Marley, Marley and Dietrich had a call on draft day to discuss a trade of Nicole Hardman for the pick that resulted in Elijah Moore. And I think I came close to convincing him, maybe not. Um, but yeah, I wanted Elijah Moore. Jamison Crowder, useful. Um, Peoples-Jones is getting a lot of hype, so yeah. A- minus a wide receiver for Marley Magic. Tight end, A. So here is a case of, he has Travis Kelsey, obviously the best tight end for this year, most would say. But not even like a really suitable backup, yeah. No tight end to even like sub in, um, in the case of Kelsey getting hurt or anything. So with that high end tight end two, Type of backup, I would have given you an A+, plus, uh, but you don't have that. So, A at tight end. Depth, C+. Plus, um, good quarterback depth. Running back, uh, bad depth, like I, like I said. I think the wide receiver depth is pretty average, and no tight end depth to speak of. So, C+, plus for depth. And youth, B-. minus. You have some young up-and-coming players, like, you know, Baker... A.J. Brown, Tua, um, but then some of your stars like Kelsey, Mike Evans are, are getting up there, Stafford. So it's a mixture of age and youth, B-minus for youth for Marley Magic. Probably said the most about my team at number seven, the popular ballers on the show because I'm a narcissistic bastard. Uh, score 16.85 right ahead of Marley Magic. I think, yeah, that's probably only possible because of the youth score for the margin to be that close. So I beat him out with youth there. Um, kind of like that. The dynasty factor being the tiebreaker. So I have us for a, a close prediction for this season, but with my team being a bit, uh, having a bit younger assets. All right. So quarterback, I discussed this, the Deshaun Watson situation. My quarterback score would be like an A or A plus probably for myself. Really <laughs> at least an A if Deshaun was playing this season with no questions, no uh, perversion allegations and legal situation and no trade issues, but he could not play at all. So I think my score could be down as low as like a C or C plus if all I have is Dak and Derek Carr to ding myself for not having a third quarterback option. 
Um, running backs, A, not a ton to say there. Um, so maybe I didn't talk about this on, on the previous part of this podcast. So McCaffrey, Dobbins, and Javante, I think, makes up a really great top three. Now, you might say, how can he give himself an A? Because he doesn't have many options besides that uh, at running back. Well, part of my score for myself is that I have the handcuffs for McCaffrey and Dobbins. So if one of those guys goes down, I have the depth there, even though Gus Edwards and Chuba Hubbard, incredible name, uh, <laughs> slash Reggie Bonifant might not be superstars like those guys. I will have a starting running back. So that adds to my depth at running back. So yeah, sticking with an A for myself for running back. C for wide receiver. I probably talked about this. I think uh, Cooper Cup has a projection of 15.7 right now in sleeper. I think for myself, I'm going to project him for like around at least an average of like 17, 18 most weeks. I think that's low. I think he could be a low-end wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two with Stafford. The Rams are going to be amazing, I think. Wyatt will make fun of me for that, I'm sure. He's a bully. I think Michael Pittman is going to score more than 11.6 most weeks. Um, Aguilar's projection is probably accurate. And don't forget I have Will Fuller on the bench, although who knows if he'll stay healthy um, or how good he'll be on the Dolphins. So, uh, yeah, the C for wide receiver, I think Cup is my only, like, really good wide receiver that anybody would look at my team and be like, oh, yeah, I definitely want him. Um, I don't know. Maybe Pittman's that way. I probably think higher Pittman than most. But I have decent depth of wide receiver because I have a lot of wide receiver, like, four or five type guys on the bench. Uh, anyway, that's enough about my mediocre wide receiver room. Tight end, a minus. I have high hopes for Pitts. And then I have Komet and Hooper backing him up. So, I think Pitts is really good, and I have the depth there. I guess uh, earlier I think I said a team could have been eligible for A-plus in the tight end room with Pitts. I guess that's not true, because I think I have a decent backup tight end, and I gave myself an A-minus. So, yeah. I think next year I'll be grading myself an A-plus at tight end based on what Pitts does this year, but it's too early to say that now, so A-minus. And depth B. Like I said, I've got the... Running back handcuffs. Hopefully I have three quarterbacks for part of the season, although who knows. Wide receiver, while I don't have the studs, I have wide receivers. Got backup tight ends. So, um, yeah, give myself a, a B for depth. And youth B+, plus. that's pretty self-explanatory. I think my team is relatively youthful. All right, at number six, Flaming Hot Cheetahs with a score of 16.95. Again, a really thin margin between... Uh, me, Marley, and Cheetahs. Um, quarterback, I talked about Noah's quarterbacks on the show, I think. Kyler's great. Trevor's probably going to be great. Unproven, so A- minus at QB for the Flaming Hot Cheetahs. Uh, running back B-plus would be way higher, unfortunately, if uh, Cam Akers didn't tear his Achilles. Um, but Saquon and Najee is still a nasty threat. Uh, and he also added Josh Jacobs as a very solid running back three, so I think I mentioned that on the previous show that the trade boosted his running back score up. Um, still wish Noah had a little bit more depth at running back behind those three guys, though, uh, for buys and when injuries start, especially given Saquon's injury history. Wide receiver B+, I think next year this will probably be like an A wide receiver room at least, uh, depending on what we see from guys like Judy, Chark, Chark or Shark, whatever it is. Uh, Waddle, Devontae Smith this year. Right now, there's a lot of proving to do, so even though I really covet his wide receiver room, uh, I've got the Cheetahs with a B-plus wide receiver. I think I talked about this on the show. Uh, Gesicki is like a low-end tight end one to me, or high-end tight end two this year, maybe, depending on what happens. They've added receivers in Miami, um, and I think some other tight ends, younger tight ends, are going to have good years this year, like Troutman, Komet, Pitts. Anyway, <laughs> that's a lot of projecting. But uh, Gesicki with not a lot of depth behind him at tight end. And don't love the depth in general. Um, at QB, you've got Goff and Locke as the QB3, and both could be kind of fighting for their careers this year. We'll see. Uh, maybe both of them will return to form and he'll have really good QB depth. Um, and youth A+. This team is definitely on the up and up. Like I said, talking to Brady earlier, very, very scared of this team down the line, but uh, sticking with the number six ranking for right now. 
At number five, the God Kings, with a little bit of a jump up in score to 17.55. QB, A-, minus. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tannehill, awesome starters. Um, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick as the QB3, very solid, I'd say. Um, but, man, what are you going to do a year or two down the line at QB, Mr. Maggiano? You've got Fitzpatrick and Aaron Rodgers as two of your quarterbacks. Um, and then Andy Dalton will probably play part of the year, but I doubt he will crack the starting lineup for the God Kings. Running back B minus. This is the weakest area. Um, what a disgrace to Antonio Gibson by you placing him as the RB2 behind Miles Sanders. Please put Antonio Gibson as your running back one, Mr. Maggiano. Uh, love Gibson. Sanders, a lot of people like him more than I do, I think. I am not a huge Miles Sanders fan, and I think it's going to be a committee situation for the Eagles, and that their offense is not going to be that great, and the team is kind of in disarray in general. Um, yeah. And then not a lot of depth behind those guys for for guys that have like a big role. Melvin Gordon will probably have a significant role for part of the season at least. Boston Scott is like an RB3-4. Same with Philip Lindsay, like an RB4 probably. We're looking at in a weird timeshare situation. Uh, so sticking with the B- minus at running back for the God Kings, Wide receiver, A, got to love the combination of Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, and Keenan Allen. I'm a huge Keenan Allen fan. I think he's underrated. And then, oh, good God, Chase Claypool and Antonio Brown as his fourth and fifth wide receivers. Um, maybe I should have an A-plus for the God Kings. Yeah, guess what? This is becoming an A-plus. That is a badass, scary wide receiver room. So I'll be adjusting these scores a little bit. I think that will keep your ranking the same as well. Tight end, uh, A minus. Goddard has some proving to do, even though he's like a really highly rated for dynasty tight end. Um, he hasn't really shown it yet. But looking here, and then there's also Ruggs, John Brown, and Kadarius Tony on the bench at wide receiver. Uh, my bad, God Kings. I should have had you with an A plus at wide receiver previous to this. And uh, Marquez Callaway is, might be the wide receiver one for the Saints this year, I think. Um, anyway, I was talking about tight end where you've got an A minus Goddard, Tunyon. I, well, maybe not. I was going to say, I'd probably be starting Tunyon right now over Goddard just because I think Goddard hasn't really proved it yet. And Ertz and Ingram, solid, uh, solid wide receiver, but doesn't have that super standout elite tight end to get above an A minus depth B minus your wide receiver depth is incredible. Um, your QB room has what's required but is aging. Your running back depth is questionable. Tight end depth is good. Uh, yeah, so depth B minus. Now, here's a, a little GM recommendation, GM to GM. If I were you, you have so much wide receiver depth. Well, actually, <laughs> this could come off as a conflict of interest because I've been trying to make a trade to this effect um, in the past week with Mr. Maggiano here. But uh, I really think you have so much wide receiver depth and you have wide receivers that are probably are never going to crack your lineup because your top guys are so elite. I'm talking about guys like, um, could be Ruggs, you might want to hang on him since he's younger, but guys like Marvin Jones, um, John Brown, T.Y. Hilton, maybe Cole Beasley. Those guys probably are not going to crack your lineup much with the wide receivers you have above them, but I think they could make the, the lineup for other people. So... I think those could be some valuable pieces for you to shore up like the running back room or yeah, probably running back room. I was going to say a QB, but you're probably not going to be trading for a QB with those guys, but you could trade a, one of those wide receivers or a package of those wide receivers for like a running back three or four to have a little more depth there in my opinion. Um, but that's just me as an analyst, not as your opponent in the league. And uh, youth, C+, plus, like I said, quarterback rooms aging. Even though your wide receivers are amazing, a lot of them are on the older side. So, yeah, youth, C+, plus for the God Kings. At number four, the Matriarchs with a score of 18.1. At QB, I love Justin Herbert. I wish I had him. What an incredible dynasty asset and a fun player to watch. He's going to be so fun to watch this season. Don't love what's behind Justin Herbert. Roethlisberger, I don't think, is going to be very good this season, uh, let alone into the future. Um, same with Cam Newton. I think he'll be better than last season, but I don't think he has a whole lot left in the tank. Uh, you do have Mac Jones, 
but he's certainly unproven. So shaky at the quarterback two slot, even though you have a great QB one. B minus for quarterback for the matriarchs. Running back, A minus, got to love Derrick Henry and Ezekiel Elliott, two running back ones most likely as her starting running backs. Miles Gaskin, I think, is a solid running back three. Um, but then let's see, not a lot behind that. You do have the handcuff for Zeke with Pollard, which is nice. Um, but no, like, running back four to be startable. So, yeah. A minus, even though it could almost go to A for those top running backs, but I'm going to keep it on A minus because I don't love the depth at running back. Uh, let me make sure I also check out the taxi squad. Rashad Bateman is notable on there as well as Mac Jones. Okay, wide receiver, I gave you an A+. I love that starting lineup of DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, and Alan Robertson. Um, Tyler Boyd, apparently people think he's still going to be pretty productive this year. I personally don't, not because of him. I think he's good, but I just think he's going to be the third option on his team, so not that great for fantasy, even though he's good in real life. And Odell Beckham, I would be starting Odell Beckham over uh, Tyler Boyd for sure. Randall Cobb, probably going to be usable this year as well. So yeah, A-plus at wide receiver. Those are really good starters, and you have some solid depth there. Tight end, A. Uh, Waller, one of those elite options I was talking about earlier. Everybody knows about the elite tight ends and what an advantage that can be. Um, you know, hmm, I could almost go A-plus for your tight end situation, having Gronk on the bench, but I don't know if he's really a tight end one this year, him or Everett. Uh, I'm going to keep it at an A for convenience sake, I think. <laughs> but your tight ends are super impressive. Let's say because they're on the older side, Gronk is your best backup and he's on the older side, and Waller is on the older side. We'll stick with an A at tight end. Um, and also because I'm lazy and it won't change your ranking anyway. At depth, B-, minus. Uh, like I said, really good wide receiver depth. Needed depth at tight end, I'd say. Um, running back, not great depth. You do have the backup for Zeke, so that helps, but doesn't help with bye weeks. Um, and I'm trying to trade you Brian Hill for a handcuff to Derrick Henry, uh, and trying to help you also get Darrington Evans, but there's not a ton of interest from the other involved parties. Anyway, youth see this is an older team, especially quarterback. Like I said, uh, question marks at quarterback. Matriarchs at number four. And at number three, the Gotham Knights with a score of 18.8. Quarterback, B+. Russell Wilson is, of course, a top-tier quarterback option. Uh, or not, maybe not top-tier, but high-end quarterback option. Solid quarterback one. Matt Ryan, I would say, is probably a solid quarterback two. And uh, Daniel Jones is good depth. Even though he's kind of fighting for his career um, this season, I think he is going to be solid for fantasy this year. As Hunter knows, I had interest in him on draft day, but I was rejected. Um, yeah, sticking with the B plus at quarterback. Running back, A, how can you not love Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor? Um, and then Joe Mixon is his third running back. Super, super solid. I had you with an A plus at running back before you traded away Josh Jacobs. I might have mentioned that before, but that was an incredible top four running backs. Now I'm looking and you have Naheem Hines on the bench. Um, and that's really your only other usable running back most weeks, I would say. Um, I did swindle you to trade you to Todd Gurley for a fourth-round pick. <laughs> I'm just now seeing also that his name is Snorlax. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, <laughs> wide receiver, also an A. Awesome starting three of Julio Jones, Kenny Galladay, and Deontay Johnson. Uh, I think Ayuk should be in the wide receiver three shot over Deontay Johnson. Personally, not the biggest Deontay Johnson guy, and I love Ayuk, um, but those are super solid starting wide receivers. Looking here at your bench, Paris Campbell, Rondell Moore, Mims, a lot of developmental guys. Brandon Cooks has a solid wide receiver five to have, and Mike Williams. Um, yeah. You also had, well, I guess you didn't have Ayuk before. I was going to say Jarvis Landry, I remember, was another good depth piece for you, but... Really like uh, the starting wide receivers and the depth. I didn't give you an A plus because I don't think Julio Jones, Galladay, any of your wide receivers are going to be like that elite, elite uh, wide receiver this year, even though they're very solid. 
Okay, and at tight end, I've given you a B. Um, yeah, Fant, Logan Thomas. Those are just kind of B tight end options to me. Uh, Fant could be more, they keep saying he could be more on how athletic he is. They referring to the dynasty community, I guess. Um, but I think he just hasn't really shown yet. Um, his QB situation hasn't helped in the offense in general. So he could be good this year for now. He is a B. And your depth is an A minus. You have solid depth at all positions. Um, not outstanding depth at quarterback or tight end, but solid depth all around. Really, really good depth at wide receiver. Um, I guess you're making a championship run, so you're not necessarily looking to trade. But if I were you again, I, I might be looking to trade some uh, wide receivers just because you have such an abundance and a lot of them are not even going to be cracking your lineup, probably. The uh, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, that range of guys. You have such good starters and then developmental guys as well. Just a thought, but you may want to keep stocked up since you're making a championship run. Oh, yeah, I just remembered something I was going to say earlier to Colton. Colton, if you are still listening of the Pit Kings, um, a general recommendation I had for your team that I forgot to say earlier is because you have such a, a really good starting lineup, in my opinion, and not a whole lot of depth, so you don't really have players to trade. If you're trying to make a run for it this year, if I were you, I would be trading draft capital to add some depth, to add some wide receiver threes because you don't really have a backup wide receiver outside of your starters. Uh, probably not going to... You could could trade a lot of draft capital to add a solid QB backup option. Um, you have the tight end depth and running back room was solid. But yeah, especially for like the, the wide receiver backups, maybe you'll just see how you need them this year. Maybe you're trying to get into the season and just trade for stuff as you need it. You can see who's tanking and trade them some picks for some backup wide receivers or for a quarterback three. Um, but yeah, that's a note for the Pit Kings, and that is the scores for the Gotham Knights at number three. At number two, we've got the Bruce Matthews, who I was surprised to have ranked this high. I didn't think they're a bad team by any means, but before taking my deep dive, I expected to have the Bruce Matthews kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, but yeah, number two with a score of 20. So there's a significant jump there between three and two and two and one. We've got the cream of the crop at the top, in my opinion, and it's a dogfight uh, down in the lower ranks in this league. Quarterback, A- minus for the Bruce Matthews, excellent depth. Uh, they're one of the only teams that has four starting quarterbacks. I mean, the, he has five quarterbacks, but between four teams. <laughs> so you've got four guaranteed starters. Um, however, I don't love, love any of the quarterbacks. I think Zach Wilson could be great for fantasy. Um Maybe Jalen Hurts will be. I'm not so high on him. Uh, and maybe Jameis, Jameis, excuse me, not Jameis. <laughs> maybe Jameis or Taysom will be good for fantasy, whichever one is the starter. Probably Jameis, in my opinion. Uh, we'll see. But I don't love any of them. So A minus a QB, really good depth. Running back A, holy cow, Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones as the starting two running backs. That is intimidating. And Chase Edmonds is a very solid running back three. Um, I think that Jamal Williams and Kenyon Drake are going to be very serviceable, like running back four or five. So you've got great starters there, great depth. You get an A. Wide receiver, you also get an A. Wow, I wish I had these wide receivers. Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, maybe one of my most coveted players. Oops, I just closed out of Bruce Matthews. Um, trade him to me, Spice. I know you're not going to. Adam Thielen should be solid this year. Hollywood Brown, we'll see what he does this year. He's banged up right now for one thing, but he struggled last year, I would say. Terrace Marshall Jr. looking promising. Um, yeah. Nico Collins, promising prospect. More usable backups in Darius Slayton and Mar Marquise Valdez Scanting. Scandling? <laughs> Probably. Anyway, I'm getting two in the weeds there, but you have good wide receiver depth. And tight end, uh, I gave you a B minus with the top option of Janu. Could be great this year, but very, very uncertain what exactly his role will be on the Patriots. He could be splitting a lot of catches with Hunter Henry. Who knows? Maybe they'll throw to uh, Aguilar and Jacoby Myers a lot. Or run the ball a lot. I think they usually run the ball a lot. Um, with Ebron as the backup tight end, don't love that tight end room. Um, let's see. Don't you have a, somebody? Yeah, Troutman is is on your taxi squad. I like Troutman more than Ebron. Um yeah, B-minus for tight end until Troutman and or Jonu 
prove it this year. Depth A, you are stacked at all positions, Mr. Spicer, my friend. And uh, youth, I've given you an A minus because you have some older players like you've got, uh, let's see, Cousins, Aaron Jones, and Kamara are both older for running backs, Thielen. But you have the depth to back them up with younger guys. Um, so I'm not concerned about your, your team's age. Uh, that's the score for the Brews Matthews at number two. And at number one, the winner faces uh, with a score of 21.2, just an incredible park score. Um, QB A plus, I already talked about that. That explains itself. Running back A minus, very savvy move by uh, Mr. Huckvan, Mr. Keener, to acquire Austin Eckler this offseason, I think. I think it was worth it for him to trade Mark Andrews to get uh, the that top option running back for sure. Um, Austin Eckler, Chris Carson, let's see here, Damian Harris, probably going to be solid this year. I think James Robin will still be a, a good, oh, and Daryl Henderson, and Raheem Mostert. Yeah, running backs are solid depth. Um, don't have that elite, elite option except probably Eckler, if he can stay healthy, as Hunter mentioned on their episode. That is a concern. Um, but other than that, don't have that super top tier running back. So yeah, I'm going to stick with the A- minus there, even though you have such impressive depth. Uh, we'll see what Daryl Henderson does this year. Maybe he will be a, a top option running back. Um, sticking with the A-. minus, Wide receiver, A+. Plus. Wow. Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, C.D. Lamb, D.J. Moore, Debo Samuel. Woo! That's nuts. C.D. Lamb is also one of my most coveted players, as Wyatt knows. Big fan of D.J. Moore, too. Uh, and then, yeah. I mean, what's not to love about the wide receiver room? And you've got Michael Gallup. LaVisca isn't even in the starting lineup, and he's supposed to be good this year. Very impressive wide receiver room. That gets an A+. Plus. B for tight end. Uh, same as Johnny. Who knows what Hunter Henry is going to be this year? I have a feeling that especially he is going to be kind of suffer from having that other tight end there. I think Johnny will score more. Um, Irv Smith looks promising for this year, but he has to prove it. So I give you a B at tight end. Depth A, just incredible depth. Uh, maybe that should be an A plus even. Um, yeah, it probably should be. <laughs> I'm going to change that. Uh, well, maybe I won't. Again, I'm, gonna, I'm too lazy because I won't change the ranking, but off the record, you have an A-plus depth. And A for youth. What a, a scary team now and into the future. And that completes my rankings. Uh, I'll probably try to find some way to post this from the Schefter Twitter account or something, the, uh, a screenshot of the rankings or something, but thanks for listening if you made it this far. Brought to you by Magiano Productions. Jets, jets, jets.